I'm John Carter in Moscow, in Havana, Cuba. Now in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. I'm John Carter in Petra, right here in communist China, reporting from India. Hi, I'm John Carter in the Solomon Islands. I'm John Carter in Soweto, from El Salvador. I'm John Carter in Sydney, Australia. Now, here's John Carter with today's message. Hello, friend. I'm John Carter. Welcome to this very special edition of the Carter Report. My greetings to all my friends right around the world, my friends across the United States, up there in Canada, down into the uh, wonderful islands in the Caribbean. Also across to Australia, special friends, Glenda and Harold Harker. Just want to say so glad to have known you folks for so many years. What a blessing you have been to Beverly and me personally and to the Carter Report. Now, folks, we've got something pretty important to give you if you'd like to receive it. We've just done a special edition, a special eight-page edition, uh, a bulletin on the coronavirus. It's got lots and lots and lots of significant and important information. For instance, where did the uh, COVID-19 come from? Uh, what can we do about it? How can we increase our chances of survival? It's yours if you'd like to write for it. And this will be an offer that'll last just for the next few weeks. Write to me, John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. That's Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. In Australia, write to me, care of Pastor Harold Harker at the address in Terrigal. And we'll send to you our eight-page color bulletin on COVID-19, how to survive and how not to be afraid. This is information that you'll want to get. And if you'd like to receive it, we'd like to give it to you. Now... I know today that so many hearts are, are fearful and people wonder what the future holds. I want to tell you today something that Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We are never, never alone. Right now we're going to pray for some people. And if you've got a prayer request, you can write to me also. But I've got some special names down here of doctors and nurses, Dr. Mark Judd, Dr. Greg Hammond over there in Australia, my family, Julian Keith, working, doing such a marvelous job in San Francisco. Uh, somebody who needs prayer is Mrs. Beagle in North Carolina. Then today we're praying also for the Duke University Medical Center in Raleigh, North Carolina, great people. The team at Securius, uh, working on vaccines, God bless them, North Carolina. Dr. Angela Shedd, Dr. Justin Derrick, and that great Texas dentist uh, st seeing patients who've got real, real needs. He said, just call me a Texas dentist. Dr. Victor Kober, ICU doctor in COVID-19 unit, 
the great state of Michigan, where they've got a real outbreak. Dr. Eric Caracas in Long Beach, Dr. Dante Burgess in Dallas, Dr. Robert Burgess, Burleson, Valerie Kober, UCLA, Dr. Javier Pirano in Philadelphia, the hospital staff at Kaiser, San Francisco. We need to pray also. I want you to pray for the president and his team, the governors and the mayors, especially for the hot spots in the United States, in New York City. Oh, New York needs our prayers. New Orleans, Detroit, especially the nursing homes, the retirement villages. Uh, Dr. Fauci, pray for him. And send your requests to us and we will put uh, those names down and we promise you we'll be praying for 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 these people. Now, the person who does the visuals on this back screen is Terence Kiang. His whole family almost are made up of doctors. Dr. Tom, Dr. Samuel, Dr. Dan, Dr. Basil, Dr. Bruce. Can you believe this? Dr. Ben, Dr. Song, Dr. Vernon, Dr. Andrew, Dr. Harold, Dr. Cindy, Dr. Brian on the front lines. Not finished. Dr. Jamie, Dr. Michael, Dr. Anthony, Dr. Jana, Dr. Jonathan, Dr. April, all from one great family. So wherever you are, would you just bow your heads with me? We're going to have a prayer. Dear Father God, we thank you for your great love. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you that you see us here today. And today we're praying in the name of Jesus for all of these great doctors and nurses scattered right across this great land of the United States and also around the world. We pray for those who've got this COVID-19. We pray earnestly in Jesus' name that you will heal them, that you will bless them, that you will make them well. We pray for those who are grieving loved ones. So many tens of thousands have died around the world, hundreds of thousands. We pray for those who are grieving that you'll speak peace to their hearts. Bless all the people watching this telecast today. Take away our fears. Fill us with your peace and fill us with your love and grant us today everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen and amen. So, my friend, thank you for joining me here today. I'm here in my empty studio in Southern California. Got some great cameras here, but no cameramen. They're all on automatic. And we're going ahead with this telecast because we want to bring hope and comfort and truth to people at this time. And we want to thank you so much that you've taken the time to join us today at the Carter Report. I'm going to take a text today, and I'm going to turn to Romans chapter 13 and verse 11 and 12. Romans chapter 13, and it's verse 11 and uh, verse 12. This was written almost 2,000 years ago, written by one of the greatest preachers in the history of the world. I want to read the text to you want you to follow along with me, if you don't mind, friend. And that, knowing the time. You know, it's important to know the time. Where we are living in the stream of time. 
knowing the time, that now it is high time. You say, what is the hour? What's the time? High time. High time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. That's taken from the King James Version. It's got a ring to it. I like it so much. These words were said in the first century. Things were happening back there that led the Apostle Paul to say, our salvation is closer than when we first believed. I want to say this from my heart to yours today. If it was true back there, it's true a thousand times more today. We can see the prophecies being fulfilled. Don't you get a sense of this, my friend? The prophecies are being fulfilled and it wells up in your heart that the Lord is coming. I want to read the text again. I want this text to get down into your mind. Here is the text written by the great apostle Paul. What a great text. And that knowing the time, we're going to try to do that today. Know the time. That now it is high time to do what? To awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Can you say amen? I can. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. I want to say to you today, and this is something that is burning in this soul of mine, I believe that we are living in the days when Jesus is going to come. I believe that this is God's tremendous hour. What a time during which we are living. This is not any ordinary time. My brother, my sister, in America, Australia, Great Britain, India, this is no ordinary time. This is God's time. And this is God's tremendous hour. I believe this, that a true understanding and a correct understanding of this text out of Romans will lead us to a new emphasis and lifestyle. I don't believe for one, one moment that this is business as usual. With this great pandemic that is tearing the world apart, this is not an ordinary period in the history of the world. I believe we have come to this tremendous hour. I believe we are living in the day of the fulfillment of the prophecies of the Bible. What does the text say? That knowing the time, that now it is high time. What's the time you say? I say to you, it's high time. It's high time for what? It's high time, my friend, to understand the prophecies. I'm going to put up a text here, and Terence, my great friend, he's working remotely from about 50. He's working someplace in Los Angeles, 50, 60 miles away. I'm preaching, talking away here in an empty studio, no camera people, and we are doing this because we want you to know that we love you, and God loves you too. Look at this text. 
Jesus said, there'll be great earthquakes. You say, there always been earthquakes. Going to be more, greater intensity in various places. And famines. You notice the next word? Have a look at that. And pestilences. And there'll be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. If I had time today and I don't have the time, I'd go over to Matthew chapter 24. And Jesus spoke about these signs and he gave a little commentary. He said, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. But the Greek language says, these are the birth pangs. Just as a mother has pains that come with a ever-increasing intensity, closer and closer. Jesus said there'll be certain signs that happen in this world and they'll come with a greater increasing intensity. They'll become stronger and stronger and closer and closer. And then uh, the new age of the kingdom of God. Don't like using that word. It's got such bad connotations. The new age of the kingdom of God. But it will be. It'll be the kingdom of God coming in all its glory and all its power. And Jesus, our Lord, the Son of God said, there are going to be pestilences. This coronavirus has now infected millions and millions of people, innocent people, and it is killing tens of thousands. Around the world, hundreds of thousands are dying. This is the virus that came from China, from Wuhan, most likely from the wet markets, as they call them. God didn't do it, my friend. But this thing now is sweeping around the world. Look at Italy. Oh, Lord, have mercy on Italy. Look at Great Britain. Look at this great land of the United States of America where more people have got it than any other place in the world. If our facts are straight and we're not absolutely certain how many have got it in Russia or in China. But nevertheless, it is a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. It is a birth pang. Then we could talk about climate change. Somebody will say to me, hey, do you really believe in climate change? Well, I've done the math. I've done science. I've studied the ice core samples from Greenland. It is a fact that the temperature of the earth is warming up. People say, that doesn't, doesn't matter a hill of beans. Well, let me tell you folks something. There is a fine balance of nature. And if you study astronomy, you will know that everything is balanced on the edge of a knife. It's so fine. Sometimes one part in a hundred trillion. And in this earth, to keep things going, we've got this fine balance. In Australia, for instance, the temperature has gone up one and a half degrees Celsius. Around the world, the average temperature is one degree in the last hundred years or so. And that is interfering with the fine balance of nature. My friend, this is a sign of the coming of the Lord. And in Australia, it went up one and a half degrees Celsius. I was there a few months ago. The place had started to 
to clear out. The smoke is starting to clear out, but the fires had devastated millions and millions of acres, killing so many animals. But what about the people? Yeah, killing so many, many people. And they fought, the firefighters fought with tremendous courage. I take my hat off to the firefighters. What tremendous courage. People said, some people said to me when I went to Australia, they said, but global warming, global warming, climate change, it didn't start the fires. People started the fires. Uh, lightning started the fires. Oh, of course, that is true. That is true. But once the fires were started because the earth was hotter, the fires burned with a greater intensity. Some days in Australia, the sun was blotted from the heavens. The cars had to turn on their lights. They had to turn on the street lights. It became black as pitch. Can you believe it? It is a sign. These things were predicted in the Bible. In Revelation, it says that when Jesus comes, men are going to be destroying the earth. Then you've got famines now. Oh, my friend, what can I say? The famines that are devastating Africa, the locusts, they were devastating huge areas of Africa. Then we thought, well, it's, it's, it's calming down. It's going to be okay. But then there came a second wave of locusts. Did you hear about this? 20 times worse. 20 times worse than the first plague of locusts. Jesus said there'll be famines. There'll be pestilences. There'll be earthquakes on a greater intensity, like the birth pangs. And then Jesus said, I read you the text about wars. And the world today is arming for the last great battle. You know this. We've got North Korea. What's changed there? Nothing. Then we've got other great military powers like China that has one great aim, and that is to rule the world. Along with Russia, these great powers armed to the teeth. We have a scenario today that tells us that we have come to the greatest hour in the history of the human race. I want to read you some more words from the Bible, from the words of Jesus. Luke 21, verses 25 down to 28, dear hearts and gentle people. Jesus said, there'll be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. Then he said, on the earth, distress of nations. They're distressed today. Distress of nations with perplexity. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? The sea and the waves roaring. Tremendous hurricanes, cyclones, uh, tornadoes. And this is also a picture of the nations of the earth roaring. Uh, hearts failing them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. My friend, Christ is coming. 
The great prophecies of the Bible are being fulfilled. What is the hour? It's high time, the Bible says. Now there's another great sign that sometimes we don't look at. There are prophecies about the coming of the false prophet who deceives the world with his lies. Now I'm going to turn over here to this text. I'm going to turn to 2 Thessalonians. Let me see if I can find it here in my Bible in the New Testament. Chapter 2 and verse 8. Are you ready for this, my friend? Here it is. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 8. Then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Signs, miracles are not a legitimate test of truth, of authenticity, because the devil can do them. Hey! You say, no, I don't believe. Well, that's what the Bible says. Now, verse 10 and 11 says, And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion. Goodness, let me read it again. For this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. One of the great characteristics of the last days will be teaching lies instead of teaching the truth. And people are going to be brainwashed. They're going to be totally brainwashed by super personalities who will teach lies with such force that they'll say, hallelujah, this must be God's talk, must, must be God talking to us. Remember, my friend, let me talk to you close. Remember what Hitler did. He was the greatest liar the world has ever seen. And he said, when you tell a lie, just don't tell a lie, tell a big lie. Make it a huge, make it a, make it a whopper. Make it a huge lie. And he said, repeat it over and over, over, and uh, the people will believe the lie. Now the Bible says in the last days there comes a power, the false prophet, and he lies and he lies and he lies. And the vast majority of human beings, even people who go to church, will say, this is the power of God. I'll say, this is the power of God. Jesus said, you know the truth, and the truth will make you free. My friend, I say today, God save us from liars, and God give us the truth. What do you say? Back in the days of the Soviet Union, they were having a big council, a big committee meeting. They were great for committees. Having a big committee meeting at the Kremlin. Been there so many times. And the leader of the party got up and announced a big plan. And after he got through, everybody said, Whoa, great, yes, wonderful, great. But there was a new member there. He was young. And he said, Comrade, Chairman, may I ask a question? Yes, 
Yes, comrade. You are here for the first time. What is your question, comrade? He said, my question is, is this the truth? I don't think we're telling the people the truth. It was a <laughs> stunned silence. <laughs> and then the leaders of the Soviet Union started laughing. They laughed and they laughed and they laughed. They laughed until their sides hurt. They laughed until they fell off their chairs laughing. <laughs> the German thought he was going to have a heart attack. He couldn't get his breath. But when he got his breath, he said, silence, comrades. Then he said to the young new member, listen, my friend, what we say is the truth. We make the truth. And if you don't accept what we say as the truth, you will go on a holiday to Siberia. Do you understand? So more than 70 years in the Soviet Union, millions, millions, hundreds of millions of people accepted lies. They were lied to. Lied to. In the last days, it's going to be repeated on a worldwide scale. It's going to come the big liar and he's going to mesmerize the people and he's going to tell them not just lies, but huge lies. And they're going to say, yes, yes, yes. This is one of the signs of the last days, a culture of lying. Right now, we are talking about this amazing hour, this tremendous hour in which we find ourselves today, the hour when Jesus is going to come. Now, please stay with me. I'm going to be back in a moment with more amazing information from the Word of God and the prophecies. Please stay with me. This is a Carter Report update on the coronavirus. Events around the globe are being postponed and canceled. We do not know how long our lives will be disrupted, but this we do know, the virus will be stopped. Health officials have asked all of us to use caution when traveling, wash your hands and avoid crowds as much as possible. The John Carter Gospel Program in Manila will take place in the near future. Until then, may we all take refuge in the Holy Spirit and know that God's grace will guide us through this unsettling time. Let us pray for a quick recovery for those and their families touched by the virus. As we continue to provide you with new Carter Report programs, know that the Lord is watching over us. We appreciate you, our Carter Report family. This is indeed a time when your financial and prayerful support will help us reach those who perhaps for the first time are turning to God for comfort. You can now find the Carter Report anywhere, anytime, on any Android or Apple device. Use your cell phone, tablet, computer, or TV to access the many inspirational messages from Pastor Carter 24-7. For Apple users, go to the App Store. For Android users, go to Google Play and download the free Carter Report app. The Carter Report also has an official 
YouTube and Vimeo channel. Search for The Carter Report and find the topic that speaks to you. Roku users, simply search for The Carter Report and download the app free. The same on Amazon Fire. For Apple TV, visit the App Store and download the app. Reach out to The Carter Report and experience the hope, faith, and love of Jesus Christ. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.